Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The day is already off to a great start. Spent a couple hours with Amanda Serrano uh, here this afternoon, the greatest women's boxer of all time. And she's got a big fight coming up February 4th at the Hulu Theater. Uh, we uh, got the pretzels, some Not of This World pretzel. I'm going to abuse them a little bit later on in the show. And we've got the Giants and Eagles. Uh, and uh, everyone's jockeying right now for a little taste touch of gamesmanship. This guy's playing. That guy's not on the injury report. The Eagles are cheaters when it comes to kicking field goals and moving the ball forward on fourth and inches and third and inches. And then we learned earlier today that the New York Jets season was as bad of a soap opera as we have had here in a very, very long time. Lots to get to. Plenty of time to do it. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Ken? I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. Just all right. Feeling good. Oh, if you're not loving the air you're breathing these days, then you're not a New Yorker. No, Let's you're right. go. I was actually at the garden last night. Had a great night watching fun basketball for two yeah. and a half hours. That was a yeah, great sure. time. Sure, a great time at the garden watching the Knicks lose three. Uh, great, 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 <laughs> great. You ask me how I'm doing, I'd be great. I'm doing fantastic I right now. I experienced New York sports last Evan, night. It was I fun. am 48 hours away from giant playoff football. And it, while I'm getting there and getting excited for it I got a gift from the heavens today I got insight as to the train wreck that is the New York Jets <laughs> Woo! and here's the troubling thing about it and I know a lot of you view it as a positive if you haven't read it because it's a subscription article in the athletic I don't get the athletic either. So did you read it? Yeah, I had someone send it to me. <laughs> what do you think about this? Because uh, I don't believe in paying for uh, sports news. I hate it conceptually. That being said, uh, the gist of this article that uh, came out in the athletic today about the uh, jet season and the dysfunction and the Elijah Moore stuff and the Zach stuff and really a very well written, very well researched, it seems, article of I accept all of it as the gospel. And I think I'm going to. The takeaway, which is troubling to me, is that the author makes an attempt to make Robert Sala look like Mahatma Gandhi. Yes. Right? That was my biggest takeaway. Yeah, yeah, like that without the great stewardship and leadership of Robert Sala and putting out multiple fires seemingly every single week. Uh, this thing would have, uh, you know, exploded at yeah, some the, point this the year. The other story is that LaFleur is an idiot. That's the other thing I took out of this. Uh, it seems like that. Uh, His it also offense seems is like too complicated. Yeah, I don't buy he that, didn't though. treat Zach Wilson the way Zach needed to be treated. Oh, God, with what? Things of that variety. Yeah, listen, I will say this. Uh, LaFleur has one good uh, fight, and I think it's a fight that he would win. You can't tell me my offense was too complicated or that I was the problem when other people executed my offense at at least, to be fair, unacceptable rate. Oh, dude, every other quarterback not named Zach Wilson played the position better. Right. And we're not just talking about Mike White. We're talking about Josh Johnson the brief period of time he played. We're talking about Joe Flacco. So right. 
Yeah, when we saw others executing his West Coast offense, we saw other guys doing a better job. Yeah, now the now thing... we know Lafleur felt that way, but guess what? We have eyes. We watched this the last few years. We saw the exact same thing. Yeah, he's right about that. I mean, we could obviously take shots at him and the offense sucking and all that, and uh, he ultimately paid the price for that. And I think most of us accept that that we're okay with it. You know, now go out and get a competent, you know, proven offensive coordinator like Nathaniel Hackett. Or Greg Roman, who just yep. became available a mere hour ago yep. when the Baltimore Ravens did one of those mutual breakup things. Peace out. Right. The last time the Ravens did that, Giant fans, was two years ago or a year ago with Wink Martindale. And that has paid major dividends for the New York Giants. How did that work It may out? only be a one year of dividends, uh, but I loved what Wink Martindale said yesterday. This is not a jumping, uh, uh, whatever you say, um, uh, a stepping stone. This is a destination. Now, he's got, he's meeting the Colts on Sunday night. Yeah, he's full of crap. Right. So <laughs> what are you talking he, about? If he gets an offer as a head coach, he'd be stupid and not by the to way, take it. No one blames Wink Martindale for yeah, doing that. Like, yeah. he deserves a head coaching opportunity. He's interviewed for head coaching jobs for years. He's a damn good defensive coordinator. Right. We've seen the work he's done here. So if he wants to use it as a stepping stone, God bless him. Yeah. Now, listen, truth be told, if I'm the New York Giants, and I apologize for jumping Jets to Giants, we should stay focused, but fair enough. If I'm the New York Giants, I go to Wink Martindale and say, listen, you're never going to be the head coach here because Brian Dable should be here a long time, but we're going to pay you like a head That's coach. That's what you try to do. Yeah. I'll give you $5 million yep. bucks here. I mean, I'm making yep. up numbers here. Oh, you're right. But he is that good. And to me, I recognize if you ultimately want to be a head coach, no one should stay in your way, nor can they. Mm -hmm. And I'd respect that. Go be a head coach, and we'd wish you well because we appreciate what you did. But if I'm John Mara and Steve Tisch, I would say to him, Five years, five million a year, one we'd like thing. you to stay. Great idea. There's a thing you add to that. All right. The team that's interviewing him, so in this case, I think the Colts are interested. Sunday I'm not night, sure yeah. who else. Yeah. You talk trash about the Colts. You say, you don't want that. Do you really want to play for that? You want to do this? You want to run that? So? Fair enough. The owner hired Jeff Saturday. Like, you make it so that yeah. you don't want to go find a bad head coaching job. Because if you take a bad job and you don't succeed, it sullies your resume. I, listen, I'm with you in lockstep on that. And I think you can make him an offer. We know they can afford it. And I would say we don't want Wink Martindale to be a one and done. You, I mean, he's great at what he does. And there's no guarantee he's going to be a great head coach. We've seen that story too many times. I make him the assistant head coach, associate head coach, which means nothing. And you pay him four or five million bucks a year. That's what means something. Yeah. Adding those zeros to the paycheck. And, and that's it. I, that being said, you've got the Giants getting ready for the Eagles. Uh, Lane Johnson's playing in this game. Uh, he's got a, it was a torn abductor. I don't I don't know what it is. I know his groin's effed he up. He says it's a groin issue. So right, which means this is a game for Kayvon Thibodeau to uh, make his presence felt because he's the guy that's going to be coming off that left edge, which mm -hmm. is the right side of the Eagle line. And as I understand it, the thing that will be problematic for a guy with that injury is that step to the right. It's willing to block a, a, you know, a defensive tackle or an alignment coming straight up at you, as I've been told. But if Thibodeau comes around the side and you make him have to extend his leg out and turn, that's where that injury becomes a problem for him. So if you want to have a huge playoff game as a rookie and shut everybody up, about your offensive snow angels while Nick Foles was writhing in pain next to you. This is Kayvon Thibodeau's day or night. I think he's going to be, I think he's a huge, in theory, huge part of this if game. This injury is going to greatly affect him in theory because the truth is Lane Johnson is awesome when he's healthy. He is a Hall I of mean, Fame right tackle. Yeah, so like. That's the weird thing when you look at these injuries. We don't know how much it's going to affect him. I think we know he's like, hurt, though. Of course, he's not 100%. But does Lane Johnson turn into Winston Justice? Not necessarily. Right, right. Now, right. I'm not saying he's the same guy who basically never allows pressures, but that's the unknown going into this. What I do know is that the giant offensive line is going to be tested because that eagle pass rush is a pain in the ass. I think they had 70 sacks this year. They not 60 only sacks. had 70 sacks, Craig, which led the league. Yeah. But the team with the second most sacks in the NFL had 55. They ran away with it. They had four guys in double digits in sacks. There were only 19 guys in the entire NFL yeah. who reached double digits in sacks. So, really, the thing I would fear the most going into this game is the test that this giant offensive line is going to face. Maybe not Andrew Thomas because he's been brilliant. Sure. Andrew Thomas doesn't allow pressures. But the right side of this offensive line, led by a rookie in Evan Neal, 
You talk about a welcome to the NFL playoffs moment. Go take on that pass rush because they have been beastly all season long. I also think uh, Saquon Barkley is looking at 10 receptions in this game. Because that's you're going to have to take their strength and make it a weakness. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to have some sacks. I mean, they're the best in the in the league at it. And as I view it, let him come in, get Saquon behind that rush, and give him the rock. I would not be surprised if Saquon gets 12, 13 well, uh, targets. Well, you know what else? I they, really wouldn't. They've struggled with, and it's tough to find too many things the Eagles have struggled with because they had a great year. I mean, if you look at the whole 17 games, even the games where there were injuries, they had a brilliant, brilliant season. They struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Quarterbacks can beat them with their legs. And one thing we saw from Daniel Jones last week, and really we've seen it throughout his NFL career, he can burn you. Yeah. And unlike in years past, and this is the monumental difference between Daniel Jones and this giant offense this year and last year. Last year, they turned the ball over more than any other team in the NFL. This year, they're stingy as hell. Yep. They don't turn the ball over. They've turned the ball over the second fewest times of any team in the league. And that has been, when you talk about the big turnarounds of this Giant team, that's number one. Yep. To Listen. say that Daniel Jones and the Giant offense protects the football greatly, if I said that to you a year ago, you would have slapped me backside of the head. 100%. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. You know, it's funny. Sometimes the more things change, the more they stay the same. And I had this weird epiphany while I was uh, eating a, uh Italian sandwich on a pretzel roll, courtesy of my friends at Not of This World. Uh, and I, I went into a food coma for a moment, and I said, you know, it's funny. The New York Giants are in the playoffs, and I think we've both, and I think a lot of the people listening, have gotten to a place where, not that we're guaranteeing it, not that we're even predicting it, but we can fathom figuring out a road, a, a little roadmap to the Giants beating the Eagles. Right. And I don't think any of us think it's not a close game. I think even if we say we, you, know, you give the edge to the Eagles as you should, I don't think any, any one of us is going to now predict the Eagles win by 30. One score game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to be. Yeah. I think that's most likely uh, where we're going to be. At least a one-score game late. If you told me Eagles scored a four-minute right, touchdown right, right, and right, made right, two, right. yeah. Yes. But I think it's a one-score game late. Yes. And the New York Jets are a dysfunctional mess. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, you know, I kind of felt like, like New York's gone, undergone this huge change sports-wise. Right. And the reality is that it hasn't. No, it's the same. It's like it's like if you fell asleep 25 years ago and, whoop, and woke up, yeah, the Yankees are coming off a playoff run, right? The Knicks aren't going to the, uh, you aren't doing much. They're a 500 team, a little bit above, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets... Recently, obviously, without KD, eh, who knows what they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the two teams we care most about right now, the Jets are a mess, the Giants are in the playoffs. Yeah. What's changed? That's most years the of same my... same damn thing every freaking year. That's most years of my existence on this earth. Like, we had a respite, really, for the last decade where the Giants joined the dysfunction. Right. And they really did. But we didn't do anything different as no. Jets. No. We were the same old Jets. The Jets jetsed, but the Giants joined us. Yes. So, misery had company for the last decade. And look, to the Giants' credit, or lack of credit, their dysfunction was off the roof. I mean, Joe Judge is calling quarterback sneaks. Like, he's yelling at the meat. He's blaming former coaches. Like, the Giants were peak mess. They bench Eli Manning. Here comes Geno Smith. Little did we know he'd be good in a few years. Peak mess. But here we are. You're right. In January of 2023. Same crap. And it's just like 2011. Or 2007. Giants are two games away from a Super Bowl. The New York Jets have to read an article about how Elijah Moore uh, told uh, LaFleur to shut the F up in a meeting. He told. <laughs> right. I mean, what are we talking about? What Elijah Moore said actually made me laugh. I was reading this article, and I, I started laughing. Because if you remember back when Elijah Moore demanded the trade, they sent him home. We know yes, that story. Yes, went home for the day. Right. We and fi- then he didn't travel with them that game. Okay. And then after that game, they allowed him to come back figuring that. I think the words from Salah were, he needed to cool off. Okay, well, what did he need to cool off from? We now know. It wasn't the trade demand. He was actually practicing that day. It was when he stormed off the field, looked at LaFleur, and said, you bleeping suck. You're terrible. <laughs> and he you stormed. suck. And that, that's what he said. And by the way, Elijah, if you're listening, touche. Like, <laughs> I can't say you're wrong. I mean, after off of one single season in the NFL, he actually told an offensive coordinator in a meeting, you effing suck. <laughs> 
and didn't think that that was going to be dealt with in some way? How was it dealt with? He got sent home, and within a few weeks, he was back on the field. And he was not docked a paycheck either. No. That game that he missed, he got paid for that game, as I understand it. He was showing his emotion, man. Yeah. And then he became a, a bigger part of the offense <laughs> later in the year. Well, he became a bigger right? part of the offense because Mike White was the quarterback. Yeah. And that but, was the uh, crux. You know, uh, it's just it's so fascinating and I'm not, listen, it's disrespectful to do what he did. And it's a young, immature, emotional guy. And, you know, you don't excuse it, uh, but you understand it. When you're coming off the rookie season he had, which was a great rookie year, right? We thought, wow, Elijah Moore is going to be a badass second-year wide receiver. He's going in the right direction. We were thrilled with him. Sure. And they were like, wait a minute, we said the same thing about Denzel Mims a year ago. Right? And then we get Garrett Wilson. Oh, another wide receiver. Yeah, what does that mean? And... You see how the offense struggled, and then you find out he's cursing out the coordinator. You're like, what? And then everyone's giving Robert Sala for, for quelling the riot? What? <laughs> Here's the problem. Obviously, he shouldn't be yelling, and this is a quote, go bleep yourself. No, that was an actual quote. By the way, you should be suspended right. and fined for it if you're running a real organization. Again, totally wrong, shouldn't have said it. And then he says, you suck. But if you're a Jet fan, and you've watched this offense the you last couple of years. It. Is there not a part of you that wants to live vicariously through Elijah Moore saying that to the offensive coordinator? Well, I mean, we all said it about uh, the owner, the coordinator, the coach, the GM <laughs> at some point. At any right? point on a Sunday, did you ever right. stand up in front of your TV and scream, you suck? Yes. Of course you did. Yeah, we have. There's no doubt about that. We, cer we certainly have. So from that standpoint, Elijah Moore was speaking our language. But what's really fascinating about... The, uh, the story is how it really goes out of its way, almost to the point where I felt like Robert Sala was the source. Oh, well. Like, didn't you get the sense, like, so, wow, he's really go bending over backwards so, to make Sala look like a champion. So it's interesting, in reading this article at the beginning of it, and I advise you read it, it's at The Athletic, Zach Rosenblatt did the reporting. He mentions that they got this story from a lot of unnamed players, from people around the Jet organization. So it honestly could be anybody. Yeah. But they got it from inside yeah, the, the organization. It's Robert Sala, dude. But it does paint Sala in a more positive light than other figures in this it story. It makes it look like, at least my, and I didn't read it three or four times, just once. It makes it look like Robert Sala was a combination of Mother Teresa, Gandhi, <laughs> and, and quelled so many little brush fires that we should give him an award for the job he did in keeping it all together. Like winning seven games was a miracle, right. considering what was going on, specifically on the offense, throughout this year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Did you get that same sense? So to me, I always feel uh, like whoever you say the most nice, positive things about is most likely your source. Yeah, I mean... Right? I, to a degree, not to the same level as you. Like, I definitely thought it painted him in a more positive light than it did LaFleur or Zach Wilson or Elijah Moore or a lot of the other pro prota what's the word? Prota protagonists. Pro protagonists sure, in this story. Uh -huh. But I didn't walk away from it thinking he's Vince Lombardi. I didn't walk away from it thinking he deserves a Nobel Peace no, Prize. No, but you, you walked away from it saying... Boy, how did this guy, of course this guy's coming back for year three. No, no, yeah. That's how I viewed it. Yeah, yeah, but I also walk away from it saying they better fix it. Yeah. And that's really the biggest takeaway. Well, you fix away. it by getting a different quarterback. No, that's by obvious. getting another quarterback and, and get, by getting another offensive coordinator, yeah. thinking that's going to unlock Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and the and, rest of all this talent on offense. And how about you got to fix it. How about the fact that it was the dislike of Zach Wilson was palpable? No, they didn't like him. Right. And I told you that from day one that he was going to have an issue in this locker room because he's not one of the guys. I didn't, I didn't know I'd be right okay, about that. Okay, but here's why I don't think that's it. Because one of the things Zach Wilson was praised about from players, unnamed players in the story, was the way he had that little summer workout last year. Remember the whole workout yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, I do, yeah. That, you know, he came across like a good dude. A lot of the players had a good experience with him. My takeaway on why they don't like Zach Wilson is because he wasn't executing the offense well enough to get them involved. Well, I mean, sure. Like, the reason that. why I think Elijah Moore loved Mike Bleepin' White was because Mike White got him the football. He threw him the ball, and he threw it in the right place. And at the yeah. end of the day, friendships, or he's one of the guys, or he's a buddy, what these guys want, and I don't blame him as an athlete, is you want to succeed. 
You want to be in the best position to succeed. Anyone in the NFL has to have a huge ego because you were damn good growing up in high school. You were damn good playing peewee football. You think you're the best player on that field. Right. And after. to a man, everybody on that offense looked at Zach Wilson and pretty much said, he doesn't make me better. He oh. doesn't get me the football. Yet other guys did. And I think that, to me, is where the dislike or the distrust of Zach Wilson came from. Well, listen, we'll get all the Jets throughout today. And, of course, Giants, Eagles. Uh, there's now a video showing uh, Jason Kelsey and the Giants cheating on a short yard of situations. We know that they cheated in the field goal game by bringing a mini T out there for field goals. And now that those two things will not happen on Saturday night, the New York Giants have an edge. And there's nothing better than having an edge when it comes to a playoff football game against a hated rival. Ah, oh, I'm so giddy for this game. I cannot wait. It- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. 30 years of doing this, I think I've put maybe five writers on a show. But I was so um, intrigued by the article that Zach Rosenblatt wrote about my beloved Jets. I had to learn more. I had to find out more because it's so it's such a dysfunctional mess. And he's the only guy that's got it. He covers the New York Jets. Uh, for the athletic and really does a fine job. Zach, it's Craig and Evan on the fan in New York City. I appreciate you spending a couple moments with us today. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing really well. You know, I was troubled right out of the gate when you opened up the article <laughs> talking about Robert Sala's uh, belief in patience, quoting John Wooden not winning till his 16th year and Starbucks taking 20 years to take off because he don't have that kind of time here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's been. If you remember, I mean, I'm you obviously remember week one where he had the receipts comment, and um, this, it was just the whole whole idea that it, everybody needs to be patient. It's going to work out. We're all going to be fine. And instead of the Jets, obviously, that doesn't. That's not how it goes. So I guess <laughs> my big question is: one of the takeaways for me is, uh, as almost as if Robert Sala comes out as the hero here. That if not for his leadership, this thing would have been even worse than it was. And I'm wondering if that is the rhetoric that you got from multiple people in the organization or that was kind of like a one-off type idea. No, that, that is that is the general vibe I got that, you know, there's all this stuff that was going wrong. You know, you had a quarterback who wasn't playing well. You had multiple receivers request trades during a season, which I've never seen before. You had, you know, you lose Brees Hall, you lose AVT, and they go into the bye week after beating the Bills and they're feel, still feeling really good about themselves despite all this stuff happening, despite – you know, receivers being annoyed by their quarterback, 
despite the offensive coordinator, you know, wanting a different quarterback, that he still was able to keep the locker room together. And, and I, I, I do think he deserves a lot of credit for that. I think he's proven that he's a good leader at the very least. And he, you know, he revamped his defense. The defense got a lot better. But ultimately, you know, his friend uh, kind of failed the offense. But the, and, and... The, the problem is they may, he may have kept the locker room together. Yeah. They closed the season by collapsing. Yeah. Like they still closed the season You're with right. the second worst collapse really in the history of the franchise and losing their last six games. So great. Everyone didn't hate each other. <laughs> Big deal. They didn't win. Yeah, it's, that's totally fair. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately they, they – the offense was an absolute mess, and they didn't have a quarterback that they actually believed in. Uh, I mean, I guess they believed in Mike White, and then he broke all of his ribs. Um, so, so, so ultimately, like, you know, I, I mean, he deserves criticism in the sense that, you know, he, he hired his friend. I think he, he was praised for hiring Michael Floor, if you remember, when they brought him over because right. all the ties to the Shanahan scheme and his brother and all that stuff. And I don't think Lafleur was necessarily like a terrible coach or anything. I. They didn't have. He wasn't dealt a great hand, but ultimately you can't you can't go into the last six games and you, and you really do control your own destiny. And they lost every single game, and they didn't score touchdowns in the last three games. And they had no fight, and that they had no fight in those last two games. I would say, and that does reflect poorly on Sally. Maybe right. it's maybe it says a lot about me. But the thing I took away the most was about the way Elijah Moore treated Lafleur on that practice field when he told him to go bleep himself and told him that he sucked. Something that Jet fans probably screamed at the TV at some point during the season. Was there ever any, did you hear anything about Elijah Moore making amends with LaFleur? Or did he just walk back into the room a couple of days later like, yeah, I didn't tell you to go bleep yourself on the middle of a practice field. I I did get the sense like in the immediate aftermath that they, they made, you know, they, they hugged it out and they were okay from that point forward. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that Elijah Moore was happy with his role the rest of the way. He still didn't really like get the ball as much as I'm sure he wanted. And, and this was in the story, you know, ultimately it, it comes back to LaFleur, you know, simplifying the offense for Zach. The, the thing I was told is that, and it was in the story is that uh, the, the coaching point was to him was if the first read's not there and the second read's not there, just run. And so when the first read and the second read are the only ones you're really looking for, that means the third read, the fourth read and the fifth read are being ignored every time. And Elijah Moore was usually in that, in that, Got in it. that group. And, and so I think it all kind of, all of it ties together in my mind. So, the, you know, they, they didn't really believe in Zach. So they made the offense simpler. And the fact that the offense was simpler meant that their talented receivers weren't getting the ball. And the receivers that are talented not getting the ball means they were annoyed. And then they were annoyed at the quarterback because he started this whole mess. So it's like a, it's like a circle that all connects. So, yeah. So when in talking to a lot of the people you talk to, would you say amongst the young kind of immature, but wildly talented receiving core, there was more anger towards Zach Wilson or more anger towards the floor? Huh. You know, I think it's kind of, it's kind of two pronged. I think there's anger directed at how bad Zach Wilson was. I think they're more annoyed about him as a quarterback than as a person. But at the same time, I think there was a lot of, you, you saw Garrett Wilson had a quote at the end of the season where he talked about it was like, uh, other defenses knew what they were going to do uh, by right. the end of the season. It was hard to get anything going, and that was pretty clearly a shot at Lafleur. So I would say there was a lot of frustration with you know his play calls and and you know the complexity of the scheme. I, somebody told me that it was like needlessly complicated. I don't know if everybody believed that, but uh, yeah, I, I think there was frustration with both of them. And I don't know if there's necessarily more for either one. I, I think ultimately the whole team was frustrated because you know as I'm sure you guys have talked about it, this defense was really good. They were, they were good enough to yeah, really be in good. the playoffs. And so it was like if, a waste, if, 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 you know? If, if the Jets, if the Jets like, I think, averaged 20 points a game, they would have won, like, two or three more games. Right. And they didn't. So that, that tells you everybody was just mad at, you know, the offense not doing its job. And when that happens, the quarterback and the offensive coordinator are always going to So let me ask you this. Just talking about Zach Rosenblatt, who wrote the most authoritative article on a season gone awry that I've read thus far. Uh, is your sense that Joe Douglas – is making the decision on offensive coordinator, and yeah, he'll allow Robert Sala to at least be in the room when they interview guys, or is it more Robert Sala's making the choice, or is it truly a collective? Like, where are we now based on the fact that Sala's first pick flamed out so badly? I I, I do believe that they are giving Sala the ability to make the decision. I, I don't know, you know, if, if he says he wants to hire somebody and, you know, Woody or Joe come in and say, I don't know if we, we agree with you, then they might stop him, but He's running the show. I think the issue they're running into now is that they're trying to get guys who want to be the offensive coordinator here. You know, there's as much as there is some appealing things here with that young core of talent and that defense and 
and all that stuff. You know, there's questions about job security. Like, if am I going to come here and then I'm gone and looking for another well, job a in a year? That's a good point. And 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 they, as of right now, they they don't have a quarterback because I don't I don't think they believe Zach Wilson's going to be their starter next year. So oh, I, I don't thank know if God. That, Thank That's God. the most appealing spot for an OC right now. Yeah, well, they brought, obviously, Nathaniel Hackett in. Uh, I saw that Byron Leftwich did get fired in Tampa. Not that they have been thinking about him, but, you know, there'll be some quality candidates available, and God knows there's a dozen veteran quarterbacks that they can bring in here that are immediate upgrades from what we saw. Your overall gut, Woody Johnson uh, is really uber patient with Robert Saul through this process, or do you think, uh, you know, the warning's been laid out we're not tolerating another year like this past year, even though this past year did show market improvement. Yeah, I mean, you know, I especially the, the funny thing is, and I don't, maybe not a funny thing because I don't think Jets fans find it funny, but I like if, if you flip the schedule and if you say the Jets started off losing six in a row and then ended the season, uh, right. and they ended with seven wins, like how much different is the conversation right now? Significantly. But, but, but the, the reality is that's not what happened. It's a what have you done for me lately type league. So, I, I, I know that Woody was very frustrated with the way it ended. I think he's presenting it as if he's going to be patient. But, you know, they're bringing in a new offensive coordinator. They're likely changing the offensive scheme. It doesn't sound like they're going to stick with what they have before. And so you're completely revamping a scheme. You're probably going to have a new quarterback, probably going to have a new offensive line. I imagine it might be bumpy to start out next year offensively. If he's not going to be patient and, the, and there is a playoff mandate, which I think people in the building do kind of believe there is, then at this time next year, we're probably talking about a coaching search, unfortunately, for, for Salah. Oh, it's a tradition. It's like an every three-year tradition around here. <laughs> there you go. All right, bud. Well, listen, I thought you did a really great job, and I uh, appreciate you writing it and uh, taking a few minutes to come on with us. So uh, thank you for that, and uh, keep on doing it. Are you covering the rest of the playoffs, or are you off now? I'm off now, just covering the Jets offseason, whatever uh, craziness happens next. Uh, there'll be something for you, no doubt. Now, as a guy that covers the Jets, when you sit at home and have a cocktail or two, assuming you do, <laughs> and you watch competent playoff football, <laughs> and guys like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, do you say to yourself, well, I should have stayed in Arizona? <laughs> I do say, am I covering a different sport? I definitely think <laughs> There's that. no doubt. All right, pal, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Huh? You don't want You're not even listening to me. <laughs> no, because I just got offered uh, tickets to the game. Are you going to go? I After got, all that talking, you're going to go to Philly. I just got offered tickets to sit right behind the Giants bench. Terrible seat. You don't want to sit there. I don't want to sit there. Terrible seat. Like I, You couldn't pay me to go to this game anyway. Yeah. But I just got offered uh, tickets to uh, Section 120 behind the Giants bench. And I was offered uh, 12 tickets. On 12 the tickets? Yeah, uh, on the arm. All right, Big Mac, you want to go with uh, Uncle By Craig? Right. Uh, am I lying or not? He's not lying. Thank you. So are you going to go? No. Ha! I'm not a Giants fan. <laughs> Why is it? I don't, I don't belong there. Why were you just offered 12 tickets? By whom? Th- that's not important. Like an Eagle fan? That's not important. Uh, not important. Not important. Sorry. What's well, not important? I'm confused. Who offered me the tickets is oh, not I've important. I've already moved on from that. I'm thinking yeah. about something else. Uh, I'm not a Giants fan, and I don't want to go to the game. All right. I want to sit on a couch with a lot of booze in front of me, with unlimited meat products of a dead cow, <laughs> and I want to sit there and enjoy the game in so that are manner. You offering That's the all t- I want to Are do. you offering the tickets to Big Mac and Loogie, Big Giant fans? No, the no? tickets weren't offered to them. Yeah, but you they were offered to me. So you can't re-gift them? It's one of those deals where if I go, I could bring you guys with me. Because mm. I was offered 12 tickets on the arm. 12 tickets? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who the hell has 12 tickets? I mean, if you did it, if you thought about it long enough, you could probably come up with a good guess or two. <laughs> the team? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> Behind the Giants bench, 12 yeah. tickets? Um, but it's not my place oh. to say I can't go, but they're going to go. It's I like, know. It's like when we sent them to the uh, Mets suite for SNY. Right. And everything went and, great. Yeah. And you and I weren't going. Yeah. And it was like an awkward thing. Like, we really want Craig and Evan to go, but uh, we're, we're sending our, our guys, right? Like, I can't believe that Aaron Boone offered you 12 tickets. Aaron Boone doesn't have Giants tickets. He's an Eagles fan. Yeah, the game's in Philadelphia, dummy. Yeah, why? You think right behind the Giant bench are the Eagles tickets? I don't know what Boone has access to. By the way, I should offer Aaron Boone the tickets. You should. Yeah, he's a diehard <laughs> Eagle fan. See if he wants to go sit right behind the Giant bench. But they, they weren't given Aaron Boone. They were given to you. 
Wouldn't it be awkward <laughs> if Aaron Boone just showed up? No, we're not. No, Aaron Boone's not, not, not as awkward. The Yankees. If I send the New York funny. Yankee okay. manager to the game, I'm okay. a good guy. So it's about status for you. You're that kind not of person. Not about me. I'm not okay. going to the game. I'm just saying, if it would be awkward for me and Lugie, yeah. why not Aaron Boone because manager you did, the Because they would think you guys uh, snuck down into the seats. If Aaron Boone's there, they go, oh, it's Aaron Boone. Is and it? then they would say, couldn't he get better seats? We have a loyal listener on Twitter uh, named Tommy Tucker who's confident he knows who offered the tickets. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't feel like I should say it because if it's right, it could be awkward. i tell you what. I'll give you one I shot. I think the guy's right. Okay. I'll give you one shot. Really? And if you get it right, I will tell you the truth. Okay. You want to take that shot? I'm but gonna, here's the deal. I'm going to trust Tommy Tucker. Right, I'm just going to say you're not right. Okay. I'm not going to give you any insight. I'm going to trust Tommy Tucker. You do what you got. I don't know who Tommy Tucker is. But I just told you. He's a loyal Fair listener enough. who DMs me frequently. And, and by tweets. the way, I want to be clear. Like I, You saw the text. I sure did. This is real. Yep. Yes. 12 seats behind the giant bench. Yes. Uh, you know what? The giant bench thing is throwing me off, Tommy. You may be wrong. Tommy Tucker's guess is oh, no, that no, no, it was. Hold on. <laughs> this counts as your guess, his guess, Tommy's guess. There's one guess. Well, I don't want to speak for all of them. They no, may no. not want me to Collectively, I'm giving you one shot. All right, fine. All right, take your shot. Michael Rubin. No, but a great guess. Good guess. No, Mike Rubin offered me a luxury suite. <laughs> he did not offer me a seat behind the giant bench. Wait, well, hold on. But I'm great confused guess. about something, Craig. Yes, Mike Rubin is one of my best friends, the owner of Fanatics. Why yes. wouldn't you accept a luxury suite? That's basically the party you're asking for. Yeah. Food, you're on a couch. Yep. It's everything you want. And you're at the game. I was offered uh, to go to the game with Meek Mill, uh, Little Baby. Uh, James Harden. That, I don't know if he was in there or not. you got to check the Sixers' schedule. I honestly don't know. They're on a West Coast trip. He's His busy. name wasn't on the list. Uh, anyway, uh, and I politely said no thank you. Why? Because I am not a Giant fan. You spent all day and saying how And everyone in that luxury suite is an Eagle fan. You talk about how excited you yeah. are 500 times today. Yeah. Now you don't want to go to the game because no. you're not a Giant fan? That doesn't make any sense. And I have no interest in going to the game. I want to watch it on a couch with a lot of booze and you dead cows. You can cow. do that at a, in a suite. Oh, and I'm sure there's probably sushi there and yes. cream crab legs and you know, uh, foie gras. I'm sure it's all you there. You fascinate me. Yeah. You've been offered... To do what you want to do, yeah. except be in the building. And by the way, I could probably play my rap for Meek Mill and see if he liked it. <laughs> yes. Sure. I could give him the lyrics. Well, you wouldn't I could say, you're Meek, could you make this better? I don't even think you should bother, because if WFE and Digital's already determined yeah. it sucks, then we already know it's fate, so. Fair point. <laughs> Thank you. Meek might like it, though. You never you know. know. That's frame lines. Money, man. That's <laughs> money. Yeah. So I, I turned that down as well. But what are you going to do? That's so a good not- guess. Good guess. Thank you. Yeah, well, it was Tommy's guess, not your guess. No, it wasn't Tom. Oh, Tommy Tucker. Tommy yes. Tucker. Yes, it was Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Tucker. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Tucker took a, took a shot. He took a shot. He shot his shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so you guys are not going. You, you don't want to go, People right? on Twitter are begging for the tickets, Craig. I want to I'm sit not, on my not couch. not my tickets to give away. I want to do the exact same thing you did. You're just getting on me for it. I want to no, sit no. in front of my I'm couch sit with, with people, booze. Why? What people? Who with you people. Had? What people you have? A lot of Let's people. be honest. It's not said, in my house. You I'm said going to someone else's house. Well, then what couch? You said my couch. I'm going to sit on I my couch. I said a couch. On a couch. No, no, but, but well, Craig, I'm confused about Big Mac. He and I went to Boston for a Yankee playoff yeah, game. Why yeah. wouldn't you go to Philly for a giant playoff game? If given the opportunity. Tickets. Yeah, no, I'm not if sa- given the opportunity. I'm not saying I wouldn't. So if Craig offered you two of those tickets, you're in. Oh, and uh, the, like- the offer I got, not that Michael offered, this, this offer includes club passes. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, see, Big Mac, would you say yes to that? Yeah, right, he would. No, nah, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't go. You'd leave your boys at home alone? No, you wouldn't go. Yeah, it's tough. And then I want to watch the other game. I guess you can watch the other game at a bar in Philly. You want to watch the other game? Yeah, but there's uh, there's a bar. I'm a football fan. I've never been there. There is a, where the Holiday Inn used to be, there's a casino there now. Yeah, they also have the Xfinity. And there are bars there now. You can find a bar across the street. No, there's also the Xfinity Lounge, uh, I think it's called. Lounge. Lounge, Yeah, so if you you went down there at 4 o'clock... And, you know, although I'm sure there'll be a lot of people, you know, tailgating, obviously, easy. Yeah, they've... But you could easily get down there and find a place to watch so the early game. what they've done to their credit in that area where all the sports stadiums are is they've built it up around there. You mentioned the I've casino. I've not been there. I, was, I saw the Grateful Dead there, I think, what, a year ago, is it now? But then you know. They built, but I've they, never been to the casino because I obviously I haven't been to the that, casino, but. but they built the casino. But they also, years ago, built this Xfinity Live. I've never been there. Which is this huge complex with restaurants. Outdoor, restaurant. indoor. It's indoors. I, okay. I'm sure there's a part of it that's outdoor for the summer. Yeah. But think about it. Every that Philly sports nice. team plays in that same complex. Yeah, Broad and Patterson. So it's, it's perfect. Nice. I will say that. It's like very convenient once you're there. It's a pain in the ass to get there. 
because there aren't a lot of different ways in. Right, right. But once you're there, uh, and again, I've not been to Xfinity Live, but I'm sure it's great. I mean, I'm not going to knock that. I have mean, you ever been to the link? I have many times. Oh, okay. Yes, I've many seen times. that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Many times. Many times. I've been to the link many times. How have you been to the link many times? I, because I, the link's got to be, what, 15 years old already? Yeah, 20 years old. in the last 15 years, you've been oh, going to a lot I've of Eagle been games? There, not just Eagle games, concerts. How many Eagle games have you been to Events. in the last 15 years? Seriously. Uh, uh, three? That's not really Two many times, but okay. No, but I've seen other events okay, there. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I've seen other events there, yeah. I'm, the link's not a bad stadium, by the way. That's fine. Not bad. It's not it's like, fine. oh my God, special. It's not That's bad. Fine. It's, it's a better fine than MetLife. Well, everything's better than MetLife Stadium. Yeah, MetLife gets a bad rap. No, it sucks. It gets no bad rap. It's I mean, awful. you sit in a chair, you're watching a football game. I mean, that's it's the same wherever you well, are. Well, sure. Once you sit down, it's the same. Once but you sit down, yes. You get lost in the building. It's ugly. It's got no personality. It's just a mess. Listen, they could have done a much better job. I agree with you on that. But I, I, I'm a MetLife uh, supporter. Not the insurance company, the stadium. Yeah, the stadium stinks. That, I, do you want me to show you the text? Can I trust you not to say the name? I won't say the name if you don't want me to. Uh, no, no. It's not that I You can't say the I name. I can't. I won't say the do name. Do you swear you can be trusted? Haven't I shown I'm trustworthy? I don't know if you have. You haven't told me secrets in the past that I've kept uh, You secret. know, for all, I'm not a secret teller. Well, okay. Things um, that I'm not going to just blab around. Wow. How about this? Tell Big Mac... He's in if he wants to be. Wow. Because a different situation came up on this show last year, and you took a side that supports this person's side. Oh, really? I now I want to know the person. How about that? How about that? Who's the person? Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Is that legitimate or not? That's legit. That's legit. Okay. That's interesting. There you go. Wow. Oh, you did okay. Big Mac. I mean, uh -huh. So, Big Mac, now we'll see what kind of fan you are. I have a ticket for if you want it. How does Done. this happen every single freaking time <laughs> yep. something comes up? How do I always get put on the spot every time way, something comes up? I don't up? need an answer today. Okay, let but me think about it. I certainly need an answer by tomorrow. Right, to who, be fair to the person. I don't even know who. how many tickets do I have. Who am I going to go with? Okay, I have a ticket for you. One. Who I know? tell you what, I got two for you. <laughs> <laughs> Two tickets, section 120, behind the Giants bench. Oh, you and a friend can go. Big man. Parking's hey, see, on you. Evan's going to make it bad. Parking's on you. Okay. Club passes included. If you want two tickets, on the arm, you're in. How do you say no to this? You're I mean, you're a giant fan. You're a real jerk. I can't take him serious as a giant fan if he oh, says would no you to stop? this. Now, I don't, but to be fair to the person with the tickets, they're going to yeah. ask other people. All right. I've said no. Okay. But there are two being put aside for you. Let's have an agreement. Um, tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And you know what else? And I can't promise that. But hey, Craig, let me throw yeah. this in there. And I, oh, I, here we go. I, I swear I would do this. I'll make sure it's okay with my wife. Go ahead. Drop your boys off. At Casa de Roberts, oh, we would babysit for the evening. What a great offer. You and your wife are set to go. You'll come over. Your boys will be Met fans and Are you leaning or are you out? Uh, yeah, it's, I've, I've kind of already had in my head what I'm doing, I'm so good. I'm uh, leaning listen. towards no, but let me think about it. Huh? Leaning now, by the way, no, no pressure for me at all. Who would you yeah, take? So would you take one of your kids? Would you I take your wife? What would you want to do? You can't take one of the kids. No, I'm not taking young. one of my kids. I'm just it's asking. a nighttime game. I understand. Not even because it's Philly. You can't take his boys are too young. You can't ask Lugie because he wouldn't even invite you to his own party. That's so it wouldn't true. be him. Would you take your wife and have the in-laws maybe watch the kids if they were available? Yeah, I would consider That's that. One way my, to go. My, she's not the biggest football fan. but well, That might would... be a nice experience, a little getaway from the boys yeah, for a night. No, I'm sure she would love it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I got two four of you on them. And that's legit. I saw it's legit. All right. You're a pain. Why are Thank you a pain, Raw? Craig because got you offered these awesome tickets to the biggest no, situation in years. I, I have, you have to check the link. I don't know if Section 120 behind the bench is a good seat or not. There's a chance you're looking at a bunch of linemen's asses. I don't know. Well, how close yeah. to the field is it? I, Evan, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've... All I, I have I've, is Section 120 is I've, all I I've know. worked the giant sideline, so I've seen those seats. Yeah, those seats are not good they're from not, that standpoint of really, seeing the game. They're really not good. All right, so you're out. Yeah. I well, mean, I don't want to knock the person offering me the seats, but like, you know, and we've talked about it, Evan. I don't want to be a bad guy, but like, you're not a bad guy. I, you just want to watch the game, game by yourself. Football at home. and television are like perfect. I agree. I miss so much not watching the game on right. TV. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah, but you have an opportunity to go to the first. 
uh, giant divisional playoff game in 20 years. Maybe if he maybe says you don't no. Want to go. Maybe, not 20 years, if but he, close. You know. If he says no, maybe we should offer it to like a diehard Giant fan such as, I don't know, Sean Morash. Yeah. Give him a call. See what he says. Well, maybe if his... Uh... He's probably having a party at his father's bar in the backyard. That's what oh, he yeah? Does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if his relatives stopped uh, threatening to kill me uh, <laughs> via text messages, maybe I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Uh, I know I'm the, the Morris family's not the biggest fans of mine currently. I saw the text message. I mean, it is what it is. But if he wants to go, he can call and ask. Uh, how does he not have a ticket to this game? Isn't he a diehard Giant fan? Yeah, big time. Doesn't he kind of have to go to this game? I mean, Tell the opportunity in. to be at the divisional playoffs yeah. in Philadelphia. God forbid you win this game. Tell I'm telling he, you, it'll be the greatest feeling you've ever had as a fan. By the way, I, not one of the Super Bowls, I guarantee you, if he wants to go, I can give him a ticket. Gar- I mean, you saw the text. Yeah. That person doesn't care who I send. I'm not going. Yeah, she'd even be okay, or he would even uh, be okay see, with what? You cannot be trusted. I said she or me. No, you, you slipped. You slipped, you I son of a bitch. He or you she? You just she, slipped. How is that a slip? Why don't you I, open up an Oreo cookie next to your because you have the nuts. Go right ahead. You slipped. Why is that slipping? I, I put both genders as possibilities. Yeah, pay the man his money. <laughs> is that Morash on the phone right now? <laughs> Who's Tommy yelling at? <laughs> oh, what happened? Tommy, what happened? Upset. Something just happened. What's the matter? Sean Morash, I guess. Is I'll preface. Hey, is it Sean? I'll preface this. Sean... It is me, and I am in. You couldn't come. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't come to my house. He was invited to my party. He doesn't go to my party, but he'll go to Philly on it. On he couldn't on wait to say he's in. I said to sit with you and your freaking wife. I want to go to Lincoln, freaking have it out with Eagle fans. Let's go. Uh so if I gave, so you would legitimately go if I gave you tickets. I absolutely would go, and I'm not Big Mac pitter patter. Who would I go with? Somebody will go with me, and I'll go. All right, so but you would want two, not one, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean that's a long. That's drive a tough spot. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, especially I agree. on the road in Philly, he's got to have someone with him. All right, yeah. so I, I would tell you this: um, I might need an apology from a family member. Uh, My mom will be on the next phone call, Craig. Don't worry. <laughs> For all the bad words she called. <laughs> Was it just one? I, I I got such a kick out of it because when I mistakenly mispronounced Sean's last name, his mom was listening, and I totally respect this because she's your mom, and was very upset and told Sean in a text message that I've now seen that if she saw me, she was going to punch me in the mouth. Amongst other things. Amongst, uh, <laughs> amongst other things. Uh, and I got a real kick out of that. Um, all right, so... Here's the deal. I To be fair, I got to give Big Mac at least a, a window to say no officially, okay? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I if, totally if Big Mac... So oh, thank you so much. So let me just make sure I can uh, wait till two. Hold on. Can I give answer at two tomorrow? Assuming I can give them the answer at two o'clock tomorrow. Big Mac, you will tell us at two o'clock tomorrow... In or out? If you're out, then I'll give your two tickets to Sean Marash to go there with a friend. Is that cool with everyone? It's cool with everyone. Sean, is that good by cool. you? Cool with me, Craig. Anything you need. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's the deal. Two o'clock tomorrow when we open the show, either Sean's going with a buddy or Big Mac's going with a buddy, and that's a wrap. All right. Good. Now, here's the question. Would you wear a giant jersey to that game? Oh, of course he would. Giant? What do you say? Yes, giant jersey. I'll wear a freaking giant helmet. I, I will wear the pants and the pants. <laughs> you should go dress like a player. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so you're uh, 22 hours away for maybe going to the giant play. And you game, have okay? no, by the way, Sean, just to make sure, because yeah. Craig getting you these tickets yeah. is amazing. You're sure yep. this is going to be okay with the misses? Because I've got sources telling me that you were on, like, baby-watching duty. And I now you got to yeah, get has, out of it. And you're going to be okay getting out has, of it? She has a shower. Look, you're either all in or you're all out. She can sign the divorce papers if I can't go. Let's go. <laughs> Love it. And by the way, nice. she knows she knows who she married. <laughs> yes. Like, she's, she's well aware of who she married. I'm sure she's a lovely gal who gets it. Like, this is your thing. I got it. All right. Great. 
All right, so uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow, we'll have you on the line for the big reveal, okay? Let's freaking go. Thank you, Craig. All right, brother. All right, thank you. You hey, think this is going to motivate somehow Big Mac to say yes? Because <laughs> he's getting a lot of backlash on Twitter, like Richie Barella oh, sure tweets. Wow, I'm Big Mac crying because whenever <laughs> there's a big game, Craig gives me a free ticket. It's Wah. not bad. And I go to him, but it's all, I put on the spot in the moment, and it's like, Oh, you're not a real fan if you don't go. Well, Evan, I mean, screw you, Evan. <laughs> Why is this my fault? Why are you blaming those things. me? <laughs> look at the, the look at Morash though. He was just like, he I'm jumped in. right. Yeah, Tell in. my wife we're divorced if she's got a problem. Like he's a man on a mission to get down to Philly, and I understand it. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Didn't want to come to my Giants party. Look at that. Have it blown you, off your Giants. One party. of my dear friends, Sean Morash. So you invited Sean Morash, but not Big Mac, me, or Chris. What? Bro, <laughs> keep stirring it over there, Ev. It's not stirring it. It's a fact. What? You wouldn't even come out. to my wedding. You're going to come to a Giant party? It's so, not the point. That is the point. So you a principal? Yes. Nah. He's all upset I took Hoffman to the Knicks game last night instead of him. Yeah, that's true. By the way, I'd be upset too. <laughs> Tommy's supposed to be your guy, and you mistreat him all I the time. I took him to a game three weeks ago. All the I time. I thought it was now Pete's turn. You know, I'm a fair <laughs> guy. <laughs> all right, so that'll be interesting. So one way or the other, that's how it goes. All right. Uh, 877-337-6666. Uh, hi, S&Y. Thank you to Grubhub. Steve is upstate. Stevie, what's on your mind? What do you got? Hey, first-time caller. Uh, Long-time Giant fan. I mean, I there was Spider Lockhart when I was a kid. Oh, you're but, right. You're a Saturday caller. Craig nice. has no idea who that is, and that's okay. You guys are young. Well, anyway, he's really not, but okay. Uh, I don't think in all those years I've ever rooted for the Dallas Cowboys. But okay. when the Giants win on Saturday, I'll be the biggest Cowboy fan you've yeah, ever seen. On you're Sunday. not lying because uh, Cowboys are a much better proposition than San Francisco. I, but... I, I get that, well, but no, we it's are. Not that. I just want to beat the What would be better than to beat those two teams well, in that's their true. house that's true. to go to the Super Bowl? By the way, if you're right, if the Giants got to a Super Bowl and got through Philly and Dallas to get there, I, I get that. that. That's money. I get that. But, that would be but better we... than. That would be better than beating the Patriots when they were undefeated. I don't know about that, but here's the problem. Why are we talking about Cowboys Niners and who you'd root for when you got to take on a team that barely lost a football game this year? A team that's a more talented team than you. I mean, the oh, focus should be on beating the Eagles. I understand that. You go in playing better football, absolutely. But now we're thinking about, well, Cowboys San Francisco, who am I rooting for? Isn't that a little hey, bit of yeah. taking the cart before the horse? We all got to have dreams. All right. Dream on, baby. At my age, I can die a happy man if that happens. From a, I mean, you could die a happy man now if it's based on uh, your sports team winning championships. You've got at least three, maybe four in your lifetime. I don't know how old you are. He watched Spider Lockhart. He's seen four, Craig. Um, Yeah, so, listen, man. That would be a great way to get there, um, for sure. A great way. Dude, it doesn't matter. Like, the Niners are a big part of Giants history. It doesn't matter who you beat. You got to win. And right now, the focus needs to be on Philadelphia, not, oh, boy, I'll tell you, if the Giants win, I'm rooting for that. That'll be the greatest feeling in the world if you get that on Sunday at 6 o'clock. If you can sit back with your feet up, drinking a beer, watching that other divisional playoff game, knowing you're in the championship game, it's an awesome feeling. But we got a long way to go before we get to Sunday night where you've already got a ticket punch to the championship game. Dude, but if you get there through Philly and Dallas to the Super Bowl, well, I understand. It's a division rivals that, you hate. I guess. Listen, it. and I listen, the 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 Patriot win, obviously, da blah 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 blah. No, 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 no. Don't blah 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 blah. They also beat Dallas on that road. Yes, so let's not did. forget yes, that. They, did. Yes, they, they also did. went to Lambeau and beat the supposed yeah, greatest quarterback of all time on the road in overtime. I'm sorry. The New York Giants in 2007, and it will never be matched, was one of the is the greatest postseason run I think New York sports has ever seen. I'm sorry. So I know we uh, we're I don't prisoners. Disagree. I'm not disagreeing. We're living in the moment. But you get but... through Philly and Dallas to get there. You still have to win it, obviously. But that would be pretty damn good. No one's saying it's not It'd pretty be like good. Like us, going... us getting through, you know, the Dolphins and the Patriots. Yeah, but the Jets haven't won anything in a million years. The 07 run will be unmatched in terms of what you went through. The Dallas Cowboys. Forget the first round now. Who cares? The Dallas Cowboys 
Brett Favre on the road on a frozen day in Lambeau, and then the undefeated Patriots against the greatest quarterback and the greatest coach of all time? Shut up. It's the greatest run in the history of sports, and you know it. Don't be a prisoner of the moment and feed, it, feed into that, seriously. Because you lose credibility when you think about it. I get it. Yeah, Philly. Da- it's amazing. The 07 run's the greatest postseason run we've ever seen. To date. Until you beat Philly and Dallas and Kansas City to win a Super Bowl. That'd be pretty damn good. It'd be amazing. You beat two number one seeds. It's amazing. I'll take that right now and not compare the two. No, you You probably win because the Patriots were undefeated, but only because of that. Stop it. Not because they beat Tampa and Dallas and Green Bay. Stop it. I mean, would they beat Tony Romo? We're celebrating that. Oh, we beat Dak Prescott. We're celebrating that. I mean, it's the same thing. Whatever whatever you want to make it, you can make it. But trust me, the Cowboys, Favre on the road in overtime, and the most dominant undefeated team we've seen since the Dolphins of 72. Shut up. That's the greatest postseason run in the history of sports. I'm more interested in the uh, workplace dynamic where Sean was invited to uh, Tommy's party, but you and I weren't. And uh, he and the Big Mac wasn't. I know. And he dropped Tommy like a bad habit as soon as he had a better offer. <laughs> I know. That dynamic fascinates me. It's well, amazing. he told me he watches all the Giant games with his family, which I totally get it. I totally yeah. respect that. Yeah, yeah. But then he drops his family to go to the game and then didn't come to my house. Well, you don't know that he's not going to bring a family member as his plus one? Obviously, but he's not going to bring his whole family. He's got two sisters. He's yeah, got but a also leaving dog that. that he names right, after Giant players. Right, but you're also players. leaving out the part that Craig, Big Mac, and me were also stiff-armed on an invite to your party. Well, yeah, that is true. Like, you're having a, a Giants watching party, and you didn't invite us, but you invited another co-worker. And you know what's crazy? Like, I understand not inviting me because well, I've been Sean, open Sean, about... Sean, Sean's my friend. No, hold on a second. Oh. I understand not inviting me because I've been open about how I don't like watching sports with a lot of people, so yeah. I don't even take it personal. But all Craig has said for days now, food, being with people, watching the game. Like, I can't believe that you not have the that, balls to Evan, do that. Not just that. Yeah. You know I'm going to say no. Right. It's an easy ass. Easy. Knowing that I'm going to say plainly, no, thank you. But the fact that you even asked me would have made me feel so special. But I, I didn't agree. I didn't want to put you in that awkward spot not to have to all. say no. I would have said no. <laughs> but I would have been appreciative of the offer. I didn't want to put you in a spot. In right, an so I, tell you spot. What, I was looking out for you. Uh, will you invite a, a surrogate on my, ha- on my behalf? A surrogate? Yeah. What is this? Uh, I send one of my friends to your house. No, I'm good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Velvet rope kind of thing. Uh, a surrogate giant fan goes to your house on my behalf. No. My behalf. No, th- this screams you have a f- somebody you're trying to dump off on me. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting. You don't want Cody Decker? <laughs> Cody. I like Cody a lot. Actually. And then worst of all, Big Mac sits next to you all yeah. day and you don't invite him. Big yeah. Mac and on not the again, That's not, an easy no. Not only does he do I sit next to him all day, I've heard about this thing for two weeks straight. The big football party, the big football party. Oh, he's inviting you know, people Vince, in front of you? No, but Vincent Von Vincent's asking all kinds of questions wow. about it. Just like it's been a topic of subject back here in this room. And Wait, not on. once, so not once, not even just the, the the casual nicety of just, hey, by the way, Big Mac, you know, man, I know you probably don't want to come, but if you ever wanted to, right, that's guys, easy. anytime so you want. He's no, discussing nothing. the plans and inviting other people in earshot of you. Yes. And at no point was like, you know, you're welcome to come, love to have your family or just yourself, whatever. Yes. It, none of that. Nothing. Boy, I tell you what. Tell you what, you might be better off like you want to be, all by yourself, like a loner, watching the New York Giants beat the Eagles. And what you know what happens? Let's say the Giants pull this uh, upset off, mm-hmm. and they upset the number one seed in Philadelphia, and it's Kayvon Thibodeau getting around the end, beating Lane Johnson, getting to jail in a hurt strip sack, recovered, returned to the house, LT style from back in mid-'80s, right? And the New York Giants upend and upset the Philadelphia Eagles and then after the end, the Eagles are crying, oh, he was hurt, oh, this, all that, right? And when that final whistle blows and the clock goes to all zeros, you have nobody to enjoy it with. Because it'll be almost midnight. Your wife will be asleep, most likely. Your boys clearly will be in bed. You'll be sitting in that mansion of yours up there in Orange County. And you'll look to your left, nobody. You'll look to your right, nobody. And you'll be sitting there alone with a blue cheese stuffed olive saying, why don't I have any friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It wouldn't be the first time this month where I've had that exact same night. And you can't even yell and cheer like, yeah! Gotta stay quiet. No high five and you can't wake the, the kids up. <laughs> right. And you'll have to internalize no. everything. Well, I kind of like Yuck. that. Yuck. 
was actually, yeah. And I you have one like guy that. who's with you. This tool over here to my right. Oh, you'll be in the same boat. You could FaceTime each other. <laughs> yeah. Don't wait. <laughs> so I was actually, I was actually thinking about doing a Yankee thing this year called Whispering Winds. Because it would be like, the Yankees won. <laughs> At the end of every night, I watch the game until 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, I'm the same Shh. way. <laughs> it's so sad to me. I feel for you guys. Rick W. brings up a great point. He says Big Mac should not go to the game. Let Morass. It's not his name. It's Morass go. Because if things go as bad in Philly as you guys have been warning me, that'll be more airtime for Big Mac. So it's a fair strategy to think about. You guys are something special. What? It's so. It's like it's almost. It's like it hurts me to my. Based core. on the way you guys have talked over the last four days, Sean Morass is never coming back. Like I, we've done a radio oh, he's, show. He's coming back for bloody four and bruised. Exactly. Well, yeah. He'll come back as half the man he used to be. Yeah. Maybe I should get him tickets to sit with Meek Mill instead. <laughs> that wouldn't go well. <laughs> Those guys are Philly fans. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.